Welcome to episode number 42 of Nurturing Words, Voices of Experience. This podcast is provided by the Motherless Daughters Ministry, your premier source for healing women from the wounds of mother loss through faith-based, holistic empowerment. Hi, I am your host, Gladys Bell. Thank you for allowing us to be part of your day. As a listener, you are the reason we are motivated to share more than 20 years of what we call truth treasures, pearls of wisdom, and diamonds of hope. From a small beginning of five women in a book club, we have grown to a community of hundreds of women, all of whom have been transformed by this unique ministry. So let us hear from you about what content would be helpful. At the end of the podcast, we'll share the various ways you could reach us. Today is the fourth in the series, the best of our first year. The number of times people chose to listen to these episodes determined the selection. This segment, by our founder and executive director, Mary Ellen Collins, focuses on experiencing mother loss between the ages of 6 and 12. If you've experienced mother loss as young as 6 to 12 years old, then this is what we're talking about today. So one of the things I want to do first is I want to go back to the stages of emotional development. And in part one, we talked about age and stage. In part two, we talked about age of loss from zero to six. And you remember this formula that age plus stage plus the ability of the caretaker to be able to help you grieve makes a difference how emotionally centered and balanced you are as an adult. At each stage of development, you face a crisis. And in order to resolve this crisis, you're faced with mastering developmental tasks primary to that age. So if this skill is successfully achieved, it will lead uh, it will lead to mastering the developmental tasks that are and contribute to lifelong well-being. But failure to master these critical tasks, however, can result in um, social and emotional struggles that last a lifetime. And let's relate that to mother loss, whether through death or absence. A child who loses a mother during that age of development of 6 to 12, often get stuck. And they ponder the question, is it my fault? So at this age, there's a cause and effect belief system. 6 to 12-year-olds don't have the psychological or emotional maturity and to experience how to cope with loss. They haven't had that experience to know how to. So a child in this age group they basically have a cause and effect belief system. If something happens, there's a cause for that. Now, when it is the mother she loses, her cause and effect belief system tells her she must have done something wrong. Mothers don't leave their children. This is called magical thinking. She truly believes that she's the cause of her mother's leaving or her death. Mothers leave children because children are bad is part of that belief system. The belief has 
really manifests itself in a lifelong inferiority complex as she matures into adulthood. Um, a story I will share with you. One woman who had lost her mother when she was seven years old. Now, she's an adult, but she still feels as if she caused her mother's death. At six, in a heated argument, she told her mother she wished she were dead. Now, that's a six-year-old saying that. But as an adult, her rational side knows that she could not have caused her mother's cancer. But her internal seven-year-old believes to this day she caused that. She often believes that it's her fault, and she often begs for relationships to continue as an adult, even though it's not healthy for her. What compounds magical thinking is when these young girls are not told the truth about an impending loss or death. Now, this may have been true for the woman I gave you the example for just a minute ago. The feelings get intensified if they receive false information. So many times adults believe they're protecting the child when they don't tell them what's happening in their world. But however, the child is left to make up a story. And in their story, they're the ones who cause the loss. They are not adults, and they do not have the reserve to manage that loss. And what I see so often is people don't come clean and be honest about what's going to happen or what has happened with that 6 to 12-year-old because they feel like they're too young. And while it may be difficult, it is imperative that they have honest information. Sadly, when that doesn't happen... See, a lot of times the adult is grieving also, so taking care of the child is a very difficult thing. But what happens when these women grow up and become adults, they will engage in lots of codependent uh, behaviors to keep relationships from ending. Young girls who experience loss at this age, they don't want to talk about it. So you may try your best to share with them what is happening but they don't want to talk about it. However, all of their feelings will come out in play. So you may see them playing and separating a block or separating a doll because they are experiencing and projecting that loss into their play. We're taking a quick break so we can invite you to participate in the Motherless Daughters Ministry. As a motherless daughter, You have a story to tell. Your loss, your grief, your pain, all deserve a voice. And you can make it heard through the blog posts on our website. You don't have to be a professional writer. Just be authentic, which will capture the hearts and minds of motherless daughters around the world. Just visit motherlessdaughtersministry.com and click blog on the top menu bar to get started as a blog writer. Now... Let's get back to our podcast. One of the hardest things to understand that there is a psychological mechanism that's called transference. A child who experiences loss at this age, they may transfer their feelings of need and dependency onto another available adult. 
This could be a father, it could be an older sibling, it could be a teacher, it could be a neighbor. But the transference she uses is a coping mechanism. And what I want to give you a heads up and a warning, it also makes her very vulnerable and easy target for predators. We have had many women share that this was the time that they experienced abuse from another adult or a neighbor that was paying attention to her. So as an adult, she will continue to search for people throughout her life to transfer her feelings of need. If you have someone you know that has lost a mother from 6 to 12, and this is a fresh loss, please, 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 Watch these women because they, these young girls, they are very vulnerable at this age. I want to share with you a few other stories of women of motherless daughters who have experienced loss in this age. Another example is a woman who, uh, whose mother had multiple sclerosis. So, and when she was about seven, the mother did not die at that time, but she was confined. So the woman's mother loss really started at the age of seven. She was expected to take on adult role, caring for her younger siblings, cooking, cleaning, doing the household chores. Um, this woman had to become the adult at age seven. She was not psychologically or emotionally equipped. There was no one to nurture her. As an adult, she was angry and exhibited behaviors that were overbearing and controlling and bitter. Just really not a nice person. Her relationship with her father was distant and strained. And as he aged, part of her anger was pointed at him. She worked hard to realize that she did not have a childhood. She needed to grieve the loss of not only her mother, but also the childhood she lost. A motherless daughter who experienced mother loss at age 12 had another example. We had to assume the role of a caretaker for a sick mother, but also for her sister and her overbearing critical father. That loss translated into overwhelming feelings of guilt if she did not take care of things in her life. The critical factors that determines how emotionally balanced and centered we are as adults is that availability of a loving, supportive caretaker after losing a mother. This could be a father, it could be a grandparent, it could be an older sibling, it could be anyone who is willing to invest in the child's growth. Having this support changes your adaptability as an adult. Sadly, most of us did not have that. Just remember, you you don't have to remain stuck. What you have to do is learn to identify this and understand how to manage it. So my prayer for you is that you can stop and you can look inside yourself. Ask yourself how you are affected today as a result of losing your mother if you were in the 16, 12-year-old age group. If you experience that loss, can you relate to any of these? This is an adult. 
How does this play out in your adult life? Are there ways that you act as an adult that connects with these themes? Let's go oyster diving and pick out some of the pearls from today's presentation. Grieving is a process and will be worked through sooner or later. Children 6 to 12 years old have the most difficulty with long-term adaptability. They feel like they made the absence or death happen. Without the availability of a loving and supportive caretaker after losing a mother, whether through death or absence, the 6 to 12-year-old can be stuck in their stage of development. Their cause and effect belief system follows them through adulthood, resulting in codependent behaviors. Psychologists tell us women who experienced loss in this age group have the hardest time as adults. What about you? The need for nurturing and support can create a vulnerability to abusive personalities. Do you cling to unhealthy relationships, transferring your need and dependency on an available person? Do you take on the guilt and blame for failed relationships, sacrificing your well-being for their satisfaction? The good news is, once you identify areas of concern, you do not have to remain stuck in that stage. You can learn to master those developmental tasks and move toward a state of well-being. This ministry was created for you to empower you, to walk with you on your healing journey. Feel free to contact Mary Ellen through our website at www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com or comment sections. And remember, you are not alone. Thank you for joining us on today's podcast. If you are in need of more nurturing words and voices of experience, we encourage you to listen to our other episodes, hit subscribe, and come check out our Motherless Daughter resources on our website at motherlessdaughtersministry.com. You can also find us on our YouTube channel and in our Facebook community, Motherless Daughters Ministry, where you will find support from over 9,000 women We hope you'll come visit us, and we look forward to you joining us again next time. Until then, stay well. The Motherless Daughters Ministry is a nonprofit, 501c3, faith-based organization dedicated to serving women who have lost or missed the nurturing care of a mother. We depend solely on donations from individuals and sponsors, grants, and relatively low course fees to cover our expenses. Since launching the first episode, we have updated our website to make it more user-friendly. We are delighted that it now includes a button on the right side of each page to offer you an opportunity to leave us a voicemail. A link to the voicemail is also included in our show notes below. Our Monday support groups and most of our courses are now offered online as well as coaching sessions and free 15-minute consultations, in addition to the weekly healing and informative email communications. We are excited about even more new opportunities already in the works for 2023. 
Find all this and more on our website at www.motherlessdaughtersministry.com. Submit your email to stay connected and supported in your journey, whether you are grieving, healing, or sustaining. You have a standing invitation to join our community. At the close of the original podcast, we included information about our Facebook community, which has grown now from 9,000 to 10,000 plus followers in more than 10 different countries. We need your input on how we can best serve you and our growing community. Let us hear from you about what topics you want addressed on this program. You have a standing invitation to become part of our community of support. If you found today's episode helpful to you in your journey of healing from mother loss, please rate or review our podcast. This simple step is a giant leap of help for our dedicated ministry. What are some of the questions and concerns you don't feel others would understand? Let us know what topics would be helpful to you. Today, let us close with this prayer. May God bless you and loosen the strongholds of loss and grief so you may experience all the richness and blessings that He has for you. May He give you new insights and knowledge so you may choose how to manage your loss instead of your loss managing you. May He change the way you look at your past. Thank you again for listening today. We look forward to having you join us again. And remember, you are not alone.